Mandy just showed our age. She just <laughs> said roll. Did you hear that? She said roll tape. Hey. Are we doing VHS? Some of our listeners have cassette? heard that before. Are we? <gasps> Should I make you a mixtape? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I had so many boyfriends make me mixtapes. I saw a thing yesterday about like kids today will never know how many viruses we had to kill on computers trying to download from like Napster and LimeWire. Napster. And how before they got like and how, how long it took just to burn one CD. <laughs> and that's how we all learned about DJ Khaled because he was shouting all over shouting shouting all over random fucking songs and we're like, <laughs> yo, I don't want this version. It'd be like Taylor Swift. He's like DJ Khaled. We're like, shut up <laughs> My ears are bleeding. We gotta find a different one because I know, I don't know who this guy is, but this is not in Taylor Swift's song. No, for sure. <laughs> Pretty sure Ace of Bass didn't have DJ Khaled yelling through it. Ace of Bass and Wilson Phillips. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so to get this spooky party started, I'm going to quiz Katie Uh-oh. on which monster is your perfect significant other. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which Halloween bop bop would get you into the dance onto the dance bop, floor? Bop, bop, you can pick. There's like it fucking gives you eight options, which is ridiculous oh. for a quiz. No anxiety <laughs> sparking here. Okay. Monster Mash, Thriller, This is Halloween, Emperor's New Clothes, Don't Fear the Reaper. I know, I would totally pick that one too. Spooky Scary Skeletons, Superstition, or Witchy Woman. Uh, Don't Fear the Reaper. Yeah. 100%. I would totally pick that one as well. The second you said that, you guys obviously can't see it, but my eyes just fucking lit up. Right. It's a fucking great song. I just want to be like, stop. Stop right there. La, 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 la. Anyway. You meet a total hottie online. (laughs) Online? (laughs) Might as well cancel this question. I don't do... Hotties online, okay. And decide to have a Halloween first date. What are you bringing to protect yourself in case they are not who they say they are? A shank. <laughs> Your calculus book. <laughs> I didn't either... pass geometry. I'm bringing a calculus <laughs> book. They'll either die of boredom or blunt force trauma. <laughs> Your phone to send a 911 text. When someone, or when you go to the bathroom, <laughs> a lint roller, I'm wearing black and they are getting hair all over me. That's Ew. So what are they, a werewolf? <laughs> Duct tape and a rope. <laughs> <laughs> My pepper spray. I'd order garlic bread, obviously, in case they're a vampire. Or because I just love garlic <laughs> bread. I'm a glutton, dude. A taser or your grandmother's cross necklace. Because I'm so religious. Right. Which one are you picking? These seem like they're more geared towards vampires. <laughs> I feel like L, none of the above, because that's a lot of choices. I would take my phone in case I had to like text someone like, fuck this guy, get me out of here. It would definitely be my phone, but really it's a shiv. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best food for a Halloween party? The Bats and Jack's pretzels from Utz? Halloween cookies, blood punch, Scooby snacks, 
chocolate coins, veggies with peanut butter, dry <laughs> that dry ice ice cream, or cocktails. Uh, cocktails. Yeah. Duh. All the vodka. Yeah. Which costume would you consider this year? A character from your favorite Disney movie. A sexy Miss, pirate. The wife of Mr. Boogity or whoever it is. <laughs> yeah, the bride of Boogity. <laughs> a sexy pirate. A sheet ghost. 80s jazzercise instructor. That's always a good one. <laughs> With this bod. Anything sexy. Uh, your favorite TV show character. Anything gory or truly frightening. A pun like holy cow or serial killer. Um... My sense of, my, my insecurity says sheet ghost, covered up. <laughs> my sense of humor says a pun. I think a pun for you as well. Mm-hmm. And it would be like a really fucked up one too. <laughs> oh, it definitely would. It would, it would be a really fucked up pun and it would be hilarious and I would win all the, all of the, uh, all the awards, all, of all the, the awards. contests, all the contests. What are your plans for Halloween night? A, make out with a stranger. No. B, steal candy from children. <laughs> C, scare children. <laughs> D, watching scary movies. E, Ouija sesh or general witchery. Uh-huh. Party hop. Probably buy candy for myself. <laughs> or trick-or-treating. Um, real answer... Mm-hmm. Well, answer for this quiz, I would love it to be um, steal candy from children. <laughs> and I have a feeling that's actually going to happen because my kid doesn't eat candy ever. Okay. Real answer, trick-or-treating with the kids and get drunk with the neighbors. <laughs> oh, well, that's not an option. So we're going to go steal candy from children. Yeah. All right. Which classic spooky movie has got to go? Ooh. Monster House, Hotel Transylvania, Corpse Bride, Halloween Town, Hocus Pocus, Dracula, Ghostbusters, or The Nightmare Before Christmas? The first one. Monster House? Yeah. Gone. Nightmare Before Christmas is my favorite. Yeah, I know. The whole right side of that was like good shit. Yeah. What really gets you going? Uh-oh. Claws, money... Them playing hard to get, which I guess is the guy. Yeah, that's not going to get anyone going. Ab picks. <laughs> Horns. <laughs> killer smile. Liberal arts major. Or lacking corporal form. Killer smile. Killer smile. It's definitely not Gets claws. Everybody. So I have your results. Okay. Which monster is your perfect significant other? Vampire. I knew it. Not the fake sparkly shit. <laughs> Damn it. That's how we fucking like. I man. know. Team Edward all the way. Oh, I'm. Uh, oh, I sometimes lean towards Jacob because he's warm and still super strong, but he's he's him. So I'm like, mm, can you get someone else to play him? Because in the books, I was like, so Team Jacob during New Men. <laughs> Anyway. Well, New Moon was like the push to get people to be yes, Team Jacob. And I fucking was. Yeah. Um, I literally, in the beginning of it, I was Team Edward still. Mm-hmm. So I literally went through the book and I put a bookmark where it said Edward was like back in the story. Yeah. And it was almost the entire book before he fucking came back. It was and literally was the like, end of the book. And I was like, Ugh, fine, I'll read the whole thing. But before I got to Edward, I was like, mm, yeah, more Jacob now. <laughs> All right, so it says, not the fake sparkly shit. This is a tried and true 1600s gives you tuberculosis and watches you die of consumption. Classic of a Bram Stoker novel. I'll take it. You've always known you were a snack, but Drac is going to make you even more true. I love it. I'll take it. So she got vampire. I feel like everything that I've looked at or read about or, like, anything lately, for me, when it has to do with, like, this season, has always been, like, Katie Vampire. Katie Vampire. Katie Vampire. I'm like, what is with this? It's like the Mandy 666. Exactly. Six, six, everything six, six. that you're six, six, getting six. that's, Every like, fucking, fucking devil, everything for me 
at least this year has been fucking vampire. I'm like, what is with this? I love ghosts. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm being groomed to be the high priestess of hell. Well, girlfriend, I, I feel am, like that's gonna happen. I'm Satan, so let's do this. I think it's gonna happen. We will see you guys in a minute. I hope you enjoyed that quiz. <laughs> I certainly did. Mandy's gonna tell us a story. So, tonight I'm doing Spooky Scary Sleepovers Part Do. Part Do. Part Do. So, the first one I am talking about is called Red Door Yellow Door. Ooh, I've never heard of this one. Alright. I love these stories. Red Door Yellow Door is a scary paranormal game to play at sleepovers. This ritual is also known as Black Door White Door. Or Doors of the Mind. Interesting. One person acts as the guide, puts you into a trance, and leads you through doors and rooms in your mind. Wait, the doors are fictitious? They're, like, in your mind. So so. it's, like, Inception? (laughs) I'm not quite sure. It's, like, you're in a trance, so you're probably just, like, hallucinating the shit. But people have had some really crazy shit happen Mm -hmm. from playing this game. Okay. Tell me more. So to play the game, you need at least two people, which... We have. (laughs) There's two of us. One is the guide and the other is the subject. Other people can sit quietly and watch. Step one. I'm not sure I'd want people watching us on ritual. That's awkward. That would be weird as fuck. Step one. The guide sits down on the floor, cross-legged, with a pillow on their lap. You lie on the ground with your head on the pillow and close your eyes. Step two. Raise your hands into the air and try and relax. Your eyes must be kept closed throughout the game. It's hard to relax with your arms up in the air, I feel like. And sitting crisscross applesauce. (laughs) Yeah, because then my hips are going to hurt. Yeah, that's not like a relaxing position with a pillow in your lap and your arms in the air. It's like, oh, right. This is natural. Oh, right. I'm supposed to fall asleep. Right. This is so natural for me. Step three, the guide starts to massage your temples with their fingers in a circular motion while chanting red door, yellow door, any other color door over and over. If there are other people in the room watching, they should chant too. Step four, when you feel yourself. I was like, what? (laughs) When you feel yourself slipping into a trance and you can see a room or doors in front of you, lower your arms. This is the signal for the chanting to stop and the game will begin. Step five. Step five. Step five. Step five. (laughs) The guides asks, the guide, just one. Singular. (laughs) Asks you questions. Getting you to describe your surroundings and prompting you to open doors. Whenever the guide asks you a question, you should answer it. Here are some examples of the type of questions a guide should ask. Are you in a room? Describe this room. What color are the doors? How do you feel about the purple door? Open the purple door and go through. Okay, some advice. One. If you encounter people in the rooms, it may be wise to not interact with them. Usually they turn out to be evil or try to trick you. Fantastic. Awesome. We should totally play. Right. Two. If you find yourself in a room full of clocks, leave immediately. Clocks can trap you, apparently. I'm not sure my imagination has ever taken me to a room full of clocks. Well, it might now. Well, now now that it's in your head. Yeah, now that the seed has been planted. Um, You can go wherever you want, but it is better to go up than to go down. Just like heaven and hell. Yeah. Four. Light things and light colors tend to be better than dark things and dark colors. Mm -hmm. Five. If you become trapped in a room, 
You have to try and wake up or you'll be trapped in the trance forever. This sounds terrible. <laughs> I was all for it until you're like, oh, and by the way, you're fucking stuck. Well, wait till this one. Uh-oh. Sixth. They say if you die in the game, you die in real life. Fuck! <laughs> Hold on. Hold yeah. the phone. We're Why definitely you... not playing this one. I don't want to die. I have too many people depending on me. I have a baby. <laughs> I mean, he's six, but he's my baby. She had a baby six years ago. <laughs> now, now he's her baby child. Now he's my child baby. <laughs> and I love him. <laughs> and I'm not dying for some fucking brain game. All right, seven. If you encounter a man in a suit who makes you feel uneasy. Like Candyman? You should end the game immediately. Sure. Okay. Sounds legit. Eight. In an emergency, if you are unable to wake up, it may be necessary for the guide to shake you roughly until you awaken. Do I have my phone in this game? Uh Uh-huh. Be like, mommy! No, because this is is all in your consciousness. I know. Unconsciousness. Subconsciousness. I know words. You're subconscious. But it's actually... No one will hear you if you scream, so that's fucking terrifying. Because it's in your fucking head. Oh my god, this is horrible. Right. So, I have... And there's supposed to be spectators for this? <clears throat> yeah. Like a gladiator I mean, fight? I mean, I wouldn't want spectators, because it's not like they can jump into your dream world and just, like, rescue you. I know, but what if you're, like, saying all this shit out loud? Or you're, like, screaming bloody murder, and they're, like, sitting there with their cell phones, and they're like, <laughs> look at this crazy bitch. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I am out. This is not going on YouTube. (laughs) But I have here on Reddit some people who played this and had crazy experiences. I love Reddit. I fucking love Reddit. It never ceases. It it never fails. Never. Never. And Reddit um, Three Kings, they post a lot of experiences from different, like, sleepover games, rituals, and slumber party games, Mm -hmm. and rituals. Yeah. So this was posted on that by. Danny wants die. Danny, things are going to look up for you. Yeah. (laughs) Just listen to us. All right. So he says, red door, yellow door, game experience. Or she. Because it's D-A-N-N-I. Probably a girl. So I'm guessing she. Anyway. Me and my best friend are at a sleepover currently. And we finished playing red door, yellow door. Just now. And I was wondering... If anyone could help me decipher the meaning behind what we both saw. I'm writing out my experience and she's writing out hers. Hmm. All right. So. I wonder if she adds like at the end, like her friend's Redditor name. So we can like. Yeah, maybe. See if hers is in there too and we can compare the. No, no. She put, she posted both of them on this post. (gasps) Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she says, my experience. I saw a blue door, a red door, and a yellow door, and a green door. Mm. I went into the blue door and found two different doors. One was purple and the other was green. This is really confusing. (laughs) In the green door was a pastel green room with gray floors. And there was a Doberman with a purple plush rabbit (laughs) with a bow around its neck. And it was in the Doberman's mouth. That happens to be what I gave my ex last year for Valentine's Day. Okay. So that makes sense. It would be in their subconscious. Mm-hmm. I pet the dog for a bit. Then I was instructed to leave the room. By who? In the purple room, it was the same. Only pastel purple walls and a small orange tabby that was in the middle of the room. The cat looked exactly like my best friend's cat, Butterscotch. I pet that one, then left that room too, and went back to the corridor. I went over to the yellow room and knocked on the door. It instantly knocked back, and this continued for about five to six minutes before someone came in the room and knocked me out of the trance, ending the game. Interesting. I didn't feel scared or uncomfortable with that. Why or would you anything. just knock back and forth for six minutes? I know. That's a very long time. I'd be like, I'm bored. Wake me up. <laughs> I didn't feel scared or uncomfortable with that or anything. It was kind of funny to me. I felt calm in the room. 
Or I felt calm in the room with the cat and energetic in the room with the dog. So this is her best friend Kylie's experience. She says, I saw a corridor that had a red door, a yellow door, a blue door. I had walked up to the blue door to go check it out. When I opened the door, it was just empty. Like no lights, just darkness. So I left and shut the door. I walked up to the yellow door to go check it out as well. But instead of hearing nothing, I heard muffled voices. So I went to the final door, the red door. I opened it up and shut it behind me. I saw a wooden table with wooden chairs. Three chairs had cushions on them, but one didn't. The table had a deck in place or placed in the center with two cards placed out on either seat. I looked, let's see, I looked at the two cards in front of me where the chair with no cushions was. There was a king of hearts and an ace of spades. I heard one of the other doors open. I assumed it was the yellow one since people were talking in there, so I hid in one of the dark corners of the room. I was instructed to go check if there was any other door found. By who? I don't know. And I found a purple door. I opened it to reveal a small room with a bed that was made, a bedside table, and a small lamp that was turned on. I walked over to the bedside table and opened one of the drawers, which had nothing in it, so I shut it and opened the other one, which had a note that was scribbled out. Once I felt that everything was better, I left the room and shut it, then walked back over to the table. The cards were an ace of spades and a seven of diamonds instead of the king of hearts. I looked around at the other cards and they were scribbled out, almost like someone was trying to win a game that they knew they were going to lose. I play a lot of card games myself, which is probably why she envisioned that. Mm-hmm. Um, it almost sounds like the three little bears, but, it, but yeah. like with cards. Right. But it didn't seem like a game I knew or ever played. I left the room and shut the door behind me like always. I walked back over to the yellow door, which had the muffled voices coming from it. The center of the room was lit up and I shut the door behind me. I walked to the center of the room, which had a newspaper lying on the ground. It was about a new building or something. The bottom right corner was a was bent a bit, and before I could turn the page, I started to hear the doorknob turn. I ran and crouched down the dark corner. From that angle, I could tell someone was in the other corner, so I quietly walked over when I heard the doorknob stop shifting. <clears throat> I got to the thing in the corner, but it was too dark to tell what it was, so I reached my hand out to touch it. When I did, it felt like a person. Mm. After that, I was immediately woken up. So if anyone knows what that could have meant, I'd appreciate it. I really feel like playing with these things, like you might think you're in red door, yellow door world or whatever. Yeah. But it could be like other forces. I feel like this is a veil thing. Yeah. I feel like other forces are like, okay, you want to see a bunch of fucking doors because that's what you're playing? If I can get you trapped in this room, fine. Right, yeah, you know I feel I mean? like this I is a lift know. the veil thing. I don't yeah. know if I would trust that. But I that was really long. But I looked up like a bunch of people's experiences and they all see doors. Well, because like, you're supposed to see doors. doors. You're you have this preconceived notion, you're like you're going to see doors. So you're going to close your eyes and the seed has already been planted. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, blah blah blah, and it's like, well, I saw this color door. Well, you probably like that color. No, but they all see multiple color doors. That's like, right. I saw red, blue, yellow, purple, green. And I feel like if that happened to me, I'd be like, like if I could in my dream and remember it, because I don't remember my I don't my remember dreams. my dreams either. The, the ones that I do remember are often scary. <laughs> but if I could physically be like, okay, this is working. Like I, my brain is working. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go down this hallway. I'm going to pick this door. Like to me, that would be something more because my dreams don't do that. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like on one hand, this could be something. And I feel like on the other hand, 
you're doing a ritual, you know it's laid out, you've read about it, you've learned about it, you've been told about it, what have you. Right. So I feel like it's like, oh, well, this person's heard it as black and white door. This person's heard it as yellow door, whatever door. This person may have heard it as whatever, whatever. You could have been around something where there was like a dominant color for the day or like you keep seeing that like certain colors and you're not even thinking about it, but your subconscious is like, Oh, I keep seeing this color a lot recently. And I feel like if you're just relaxing and you're just kind of like zoning out, I feel like those colors are going to be in the forefront. And that's why these people are like, Oh, but I keep, I saw this color, this color and this color. You know what I mean? I feel like these, these things are always in your subconscious and that's what these people are seeing. Maybe somebody saw, uh, a table that they really liked and these are just little things that they noticed. Yeah. Maybe she said that this this orange tabby cat looked exactly like her best friend's cat butterscotch. Yeah. This was and she said the she also said the Doberman that had the teddy bear that looked exactly like the one she gave her ex-boyfriend. She said she felt energized with the dog and relaxed with the cat. Mhm. Maybe that's how her boyfriend made her feel. Maybe. Maybe the she felt calm because her best friend makes her feel calm. I mean, maybe these are just all things in the subconscious. Maybe they are, yeah. Or but maybe maybe there's not. the darker force. Maybe they're not. You know what I mean? Maybe there are things at play where they're like, "Oh, you're gonna make yourself that calm, and you think that this is gonna work? Let's lift that veil and see what the fuck I can do in your head." Right. Maybe it's both. Because that's one maybe. very prominent thing in paranormal is they try to psychologically explain it away. Exactly. And you maybe, can't always do that. Maybe this is something coming in to that subconscious yeah. and toying with it. And maybe you should be careful and not invite shit into your subconscious. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. So, I mean, this is definitely I'm, like... I don't know I don't know if I'd play that one. That one freaks me out. Yeah, that bit. one's a little too... Mm. Yeah, because if I like saw the doors and like was conscious and knew like get the fuck out of here and I couldn't get out of there. Yeah, like, that's a little too. Because Claire was telling me today that she was having this dream. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what she was saying, but and she was freaking out because she couldn't wake herself up. Fuck that. In her dream. No. And I was like, what? Anyway, I think I've had a dream like that one time. Where you like wake up, wake up. I wake was up. terrified to go back to sleep for like days. Yeah. I I was like a zombie for over a week. Well, Claire is like. She's in sixth grade, which I is feel like she's a us. sensitive also. But she's like, tell me the scariest movie you've ever watched because no movies scare me and I want to watch it. And I'm like, you're going to fuck with your head. Yeah. So what'd you watch? I told her the Evil Dead, the newest one, the remake. That nice. shit was so fucked up. I was crying and begging Danny to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> it was the scariest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay, so the next sleepover game is, uh, or ritual or whatever you call it, is called Dry Bones. Interesting. Yeah, this was new to me too. My curiosity is peaked. So Dry Bones is a ritual, um, and it's a scary paranormal game where you play a game of hide and seek with a demon. I feel like we've come close to this. Crossing a bridge with a few of the things we've talked about before, but dude. No, yeah. A lot of these are very similar to So this game is similar to Hide and Seek and The Midnight Man. That's what I was, which is literally what, what I was just thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a warning for you guys if you're going to play Dry Bones. Ruh-ruh. The Dry Bones ritual is very dangerous and we strongly advise that you do not play it. By dabbling with the occult and contacting demons, you are messing with things you do not understand. You could wind up losing your mind, being killed, or worse, losing your soul. Hmm. So basically, play at your own risk, guys. I mean, do any of this at your own risk. Yeah. Any of that. We don't condone you guys. We're not like telling you to go play with the occult. We're not telling you to do any of these things. Mm -hmm. These are just things that we find interesting, and you should too. (laughs) Yeah. Because they are interesting. Yeah. And we are considering some of them. (laughs) Yeah. To prepare, close all the doors and windows in your house. Close all cupboards, closets, wardrobes, and cabinets also. Turn off. Do people just have cabinets just wide open? I mean, I do most times. Like, sometimes I'm like, did I do that? (laughs) Did I leave that shit open? Well, in this house, who knows? Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's very true. 
Um, turn off all the lights in the house, including televisions and computer screens. So it needs to be fucking dark in your house. Everything And everything shut. Begin the game at 12.01 a.m. Not a minute sooner or later. I hate those things where they're like, <laughs> you can't start before 32 milliseconds. Yes, and which can't is probably not true at all. After 32 milliseconds and 15 trilliseconds, whatever that is. Yeah. <laughs> all these games... If you play them long enough, let's, like, the ghosts and the demons know, like, oh, they're trying to contact me. I'm going to go over there. It has nothing to do with the fucking game. Okay? Yeah. Anyway. So, at 12.01, exactly. <laughs> Precisely. Precisely. <laughs> Not a minute later or before. Go into Period. your- Period. Period. <laughs> go into your bathroom and look into the mirror. Make sure that everything is completely silent. And make sure you didn't just drop a deuce bomb. (laughs) If you hear anything strange, noises or farts (laughs) or things moving around the bathroom, whatever, it means he is already there. It's a him, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Abort the game and leave the house immediately. That means he is already there. Abort! (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Three, think of something that you want. This will be your prize if you win. Four, strike a match and light the candle. Do not, in all caps, you just scared the shit out of me. (laughs) Do not, will not, listen, listen, (laughs) do not blow out the match yourself. What happens if it burns me? Wait for it to burn out on its own. If the match lasts 15 seconds or more, where it burns continue. the fuck out of me? Then you may continue. I have to get one of those, uh, like, the fireplace lighting matches that are, like, yeah. ten feet long. Number five! Ah! <laughs> what the fuck? Number five. What did I ever do to you? Lie down on the floor and recite the following words. Mm. I am aware of your presence and I welcome you into my home. I am aware of Come your presence now. and I welcome you into my home. Come now. Yeah, you're welcoming welcoming them into my home. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what you get for scaring the shit out of me. Twice. <laughs> Number six. Number six. <laughs> Go to the largest room in your house and wait. How long this takes can vary widely. You have to be patient because when he is ready, you will hear a faint moaning sound. Is that because he's doing it in the other room? If you hear anything <laughs> else, abort the game and leave the house immediately. Abort! So if things are not going correctly, in all steps, apparently, you leave you the house just immediately. Stop. Yeah. Um, you just run seven. away. When you hear the moaning begin, you must run and hide. What's with all this running? This is a lot of physical activity. <laughs> Stay in your hiding place and pray he doesn't find you. I don't pray. Well, it just means, like, just hope the fuck that he does not find you while you're hiding. But to win the game... Okay, go ahead. uh, To win the game, you must remain hidden until 3 a.m., just like the Midnight Man. During that time you are hidden, he will be searching for you. He! He, because they do it in all caps. (laughs) Remain absolutely quiet. 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 <laughs> May have to be you quiet. have to be super quiet. Yeah. <laughs> and don't make any noise, okay? <laughs> okay? Try not to make any quick movements or it will be easier for him to find you. So the faster you go, the easier it is for him to find you? No, you have to be like super quiet and still. Mm, I got you. When the clock strikes 3 a.m., the game is over and it's safe to come out. Return to the living room in your house and say... Thank you for playing, but you must leave now. You are no longer welcome here. You will hear a groan, and he will leave. All caps. <laughs> yeah, see? Is he? <laughs> if you manage to hide successfully, you have won the game, and your prize will be waiting outside your front door the next morning. However, the question is, is any prize really worth the risk of what could happen to you if you lose? So where am I supposed to find a million dollars and how am I supposed to guarantee that it's going to stay on my porch all night? And why am I going to summon well, a demon just to get it if I already have it to hide it on my porch? I feel like if you summon a demon and you like play for a million dollars and you win the million dollars, 
the demon's still gonna get your soul. But if I already have it and I'm the one that's like, let's put it on the porch, like, because <laughs> you're, I, the, are you saying you're the demon in this scenario? No, I'm saying like you're supposed to pick your prize, right? And yeah. then if you beat the game, the game, you get it. If you beat the game. <laughs> If I have beat the game, if you beat the game, you get the million. I get the million dollars. But there, with all, I feel like all magic is like a lose lose. Right, with all magic, there's a price. So you might have that million dollars, but then you might take it to the bank and be hit by a truck on your way to the bank, and someone else gets. I feel like my soul is already cursed. So I'm only getting six 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 every fucking where I go. Well, and I might be rubbing up on you. Now you're extra cursed. Well, we already discovered or decided or both. Yeah. That I've been a monster in the past, in like past lives. <laughs> so. Well, I, you decided actually like, oh yeah, I probably I made, made those, those torture devices. I made those. I designed them. I watched it. I did it all. Right. And I'm okay with it. And now I'm like, who's your perfect monster date? I'm like, Vampire. I'm like, holler. <laughs> so, my favorite vampire is Vlad the Impaler. Oh, is it? Who impaled people, and I'm fascinated by him. So, I just, I don't think I would ever do that one. No. Never. What's the point? I know. Most of these, it's Let's like... Let's summon a demon, and then you have to... And if you live. You have to hide right. for three hours and not make a noise, because if he finds you, you don't get your prize that you chose. It's like, uh, pass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good with that. <clears throat> Let's not summon him. Well, here is an experience by Crooked Soul on Reddit who played Dry Bones. Okay. Here's his experience. He said this one was probs without, without probs probs without a doubt the most nerve wracking ritual I've ever attempted. Eleven ish, he starts the game. You're not supposed to start until twelve oh one. Well, he's getting ready. Oh. So at eleven ish, I gather my supplies, which were a box of matches, a watch, a small analog clock. And I drank a can of Monster to keep me awake. During the part where you're waiting for him to show up and during the part where you're actually hiding. And I also made sure all drawers, etc. were closed. Unplug the TVs. Uh, unplug the TVs, which tend to come on by themselves sometimes. Sounds like you already have. Yeah. <laughs> an infestation in your home. So he unplugged the TVs. 12 o'clock, I go into the bathroom, which is down the hall from my room. 12.01, I turn out the light in the bathroom and shut the door. Now, I light the match, which burns for about 20 seconds, according to the analog clock, which I plan to carry with me the entire time. I visualize my wish. I'll list it at the end. I lie on the ground and do that whole, I welcome you speech. To the demon, I guess. Mm-hmm. 12.03-ish. I walk downstairs to the living room. I always do ritual summonings in our second story bathroom, which is close to my room, because it seems the creepiest. I sit down on the couch. 12.15, I hear a faint ghostly moan and a rattle or two coming from above me. I kind of passed it off as my imagination at first, but then decided that I'd better hide just in case. Uh, if you're the only one in the house and you hear that and your fucking TVs are unplugged, yeah. Yeah, you that's... You should hide. But you did this to yourself. Right. Weren't you trying to do something? And Yeah, he's you, trying to manifest this guy. And you literally have nothing that could make that noise. Yeah. And everything's locked up, closed, whatever. Dude, I would freak the fuck out. I'd run out the front door. I'd be like, this is what I was asking for. And oh, <laughs> fuck, it worked. I am out of here. Right. That's everyone's fear. It's like, oh, shit, this worked. That's why I wouldn't do it alone, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. So here's a faint ghostly moan coming from above. I kind of pass it off as my imagination at first, but then decided that I better hide just in case. I run into my hiding place. I was able to do it silently because I wasn't wearing any bracelets or anything that would jingle, and I was barefoot. And we have tile floors downstairs. 12-17-ish. 
I am in my hiding place. Recently, we had gotten a new washer and dryer. Our old ones sat by our garage door under a tarp. My hiding spot was inside the dryer. Good hiding spot. Yeah. I was about to be like, who gives a fuck where your washer and <laughs> yeah. dryer are? I'm only 5'1", and I weigh about 98 pounds, so I fit. I'm sorry, sir. How old are you? I think this is a girl. Oh, I'm hearing this as a dude. No, I think it's a girl. Oh, um, way better. <laughs> <laughs> and the kind of and the tarp kind of fell back over the door of the washing machine that she's in mm-hmm. or dryer, whatever she's fucking in. One thirty, I hear another faint rattling sound, and it appears to be pretty close to me. Not knowing whether or not this entity could open the door or not, and being afraid that. It could. I crossed my fingers and almost started crying because I was so afraid of it finding me. But eventually, the noises got fainter and fainter. Three o'clock. I climb out of the dryer, walk back into my living room. I say, thank you for playing, but please fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't actually tell it to fuck off. Oh, man. I have to repeat it a time or two before I hear a loud moan that almost sounded like Ugh, fine. At 3.05. What? I retreat to my room, again, too afraid to sleep because of the fear that I'm still, or of him still being around. So that's it. But about his wish, if you, or her wish, Mm -hmm. if you win the midnight game. They say, I wish for a guitar. I had been begging my parents for years, but they had always told me no, and that I would most likely not use it much after a few months. Sounds like me talking to my kids. Mm -hmm. Well, the next day I was exploring up in the attic. It was raining and I was bored. And in the very corner sat a guitar case that I'd never noticed before. And inside was a guitar. I immediately go back downstairs and show the guitar to my mother, asking her why neither she or my dad had explained to me that we had one in the attic. She shrugged and said, oh... That was your dad's old guitar that he played before he started playing the drums. It's sitting in the corner of my room now, and I'm teaching myself how to play it. The weird part about this whole game. And she did hear weird uhs and moans and shit like that. Yeah. The weird thing about that whole thing is that her wish was for a guitar, and she found one the she next found day. One. The, you know what, though? Like, I like the story. Like, I like that account. The only thing is that she did it alone. Well, a lot of these stories, they do it alone. Yeah. That's just because neither of us would ever do that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I'm by myself. I'd just be like, I'm so-and-so's friend, (laughs) and it really happened. We did blah, blah, blah. I can back this up. You know what I mean? Right. If I'm by myself. I would never do this shit by myself. Hell no. Not only that, because could you imagine like if somebody just like walked up to you and be like, oh, I totally did this and this is what happened. I'd be like, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm not doing that. You're an idiot and I don't believe you. (laughs) I'm going to, I'm going to commit you. and And if I can't do it by myself, I'm calling your mom. Your mom. Your mom. Calling your mother. I have one more for you. Mm. It is called The White Kimono. Interesting. Color me intrigued. All right. The White Kimono is a scary ritual from Japan, and the Japanese have some fucked up urban legends. Yes, they do. (laughs) Kuchisaki Oma. Yes. So, well, have you heard of the Hantu Tatek? Because she's a booby geist. Anyway, we'll get back into that. A what? <laughs> She's a tentacular booby geist. You have to tell me all about that. We will, we will go over her later. I don't know what the fuck you but just Japan said to me. Has... <laughs> but are you, don't you, are be... you talking dirty to me right now? <laughs> don't you be talking about my mama. <laughs> but right now, we're talking about the more mild-ish Japanese folklore called the white kimono. Well, that doesn't sound nearly as exciting as the <laughs> as the tentacular the, the booby geister the gazongular the tit or whatever you call it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the white kimono scare ritual from Japan it enables you to summon a ghost. Cool. Warning again, guys. I don't want a warning. I just want to summon warning. ghosts. This ritual is said to be very dangerous 
And if you perform it, I want to say this in a Japanese accent, but it's like so- <laughs> this was wrong. That's right. That should be so dangerous. <laughs> I was just trying. Anyway, I'm just gonna read it in English. <laughs> but oh, you can speak Japanese. She said, "I'm just gonna read it I in can English." Semi. She's Japanese. like, I'm, gonna, "I'm just gonna read it in English." <laughs> accent. Like Japanese. <laughs> It's an accent. Like, Japanese is an option. I've, like, mastered the Japanese accent when they're speaking (laughs) in English. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let me just tell you about this shit. (laughs) I'm going to say it in normal English now. Okay, let's hear your Japanese accent. I already did it, and they can listen back to it. (laughs) I'm not doing that again. Okay, let me tell you. There is a warning on this. The ritual is said to be very dangerous. You know what, Mandy? Hold up. Cheers. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) All right. This is already my favorite episode ever. (laughs) Yeah, because Katie's trying to make me look like a bad person. No, I'm not making you look like a bad person. I just love how you're like, I'm going to say this in English. (laughs) I mean an American accent, if that makes more sense. Because I'm not going to say the whole thing in a... In a Japanese to Please. try and make it more authentic. <laughs> Please try. And let me just give you the fucking warning. <laughs> this ritual is said to be very dangerous. And if you perform it, you're putting your life at risk. If you make even one mistake, it could prove to be fatal. Why do all of these come with a risk of death? Because you could be summoning a demon that's going to fucking kill you. Oh, if your shoulders begin to feel stiff or heavy... That's me every day. You should stop immediately and not continue. Oh. All of the Japanese sites I have describing this ritual say, absolutely do not try this. In my opinion, well, you should read their warning and never try this at all. Step one. <laughs> but if you're going to, here's how. Yeah. Step one. Between the hours of 2 and 3 a.m., before you go to sleep, lie down on your bed. Oh, okay. Easy. Nailed it. Start at the north corner of your bedroom ceiling. Slowly look at the four corners of the ceiling one by one, going anti-clockwise. You mean counterclockwise? As some people say, (laughs) counterclockwise. We should have read this in Japanese. Repeat this three times. (laughs) (laughs) Anti-clockwise. Step two. With your arms crossed over your chest, cross them, okay, <laughs> chant the following three times. <laughs> okay, you ready to chant this? I'm drunk enough to do this. Yeah. Okay, chant this. Okay. On B. On B. Iroki. Iroki. Yamashirioni. Yamashirioni. Sawaka. Sawaka. Okay? Yeah. Step three. I can't do it three times, though. Oh, yeah, it's supposed to be three times. I don't even remember the first Step part. three. <laughs> Step three, imagine a woman with long black hair slowly creeping towards you. Like the chick from The Ring? The Ring or The Grudge? Yeah, Yeah, that's what I'm picturing. Grudge face, ring coming out of the TV. Oh, yeah. She is dressed in a white kimono that is covered in blood. Yeah, I see it. Step four, keep imagining the woman creeping closer and closer until she appears to be right in front of your eyes. I can see it. Yeah. Okay. Step five. Uncross your arms. Oh, shit. Turn off the lights and make the room as dark as possible. Then go to sleep. Oh, right. <laughs> go to sleep. Right. That seems that seems like the natural order of things. <laughs> a woman in a white kimono covered in blood will appear in your dreams. Like Kuchisaka. Kuchisaka Yona? Yeah. Note. If the woman comes close to you, you must absolutely never speak to her. Okay. Not a problem. Two. The woman may ask for your name, but you must absolutely never answer her my name's mandy (laughs) if the woman begins to mutter something in your right ear shake your right hand i don't speak this should make you wake up wrong hand that was your left hand i know i did it on purpose (laughs) four when you wake up if you don't see the black shadow of a woman in any corners of your room that means you're safe note i don't know what the chant on be Iroki Yamashironi Sawaka means, but this is the original phrase in Japanese, and it just shows it in like Japanese yeah. writing. Mm-hmm. So that, that sounds awesome. That is the white kimono. However, 
I have found some fucking cool people who've done this. Oh my gosh, I want to hear it. Yeah. This is my favorite so far. Okay. So, this leads into one thing, which leads into another fucking thing. Oh, is it a rabbit hole? It's a little bit of a rabbit hole, but I stopped at a certain point. Okay. Okay. So, this is, um, two days ago I attempted, oh, this is by Rosero with zeros instead of O's. Okay. Catchy. On Reddit. Okay. Two days ago I attempted the white kimono ritual. Something unusual happened that I want to explain for help. So, as normal, I laid down on my back and I started looking at the corners. I closed my eyes started visualizing her. It was actually vivid as fuck. I started to get freaked out, so I opened my eyes and I swear on my life and soul, beyond me, she was hovering over my face. And half a second before I fully opened my eyes, I shot up and ran out of my room and into my front yard in just my shorts. I can even like picture like <clears throat> that, like over. Oh, yeah. Like, it's such a vivid thing That's why I'm terrified of sleep paralysis. Yeah, it's such a vivid thing to picture because they describe her really well. And seeing so many scary movies with, like, the black hair and the white and the face. Ugh. But listen to this. They say, now I can't stop seeing her at all. Shut the front door. I never had a dream. I never went to sleep. Please help. I know what I saw because I almost fucking died as soon as I adjusted and I saw it. I hate these type of things, bro. Please help me out. So he can't stop seeing her. So let me read you some it of It reminds comments. me of that story that like creepypasta that I read where it was like the Google Earth thing. It was like that she was everywhere with the no face. Right. I have a story I'm going to tell you guys on the next episode, because I'm feeling there's going to be another one, about astral projection <gasps> and never, after seeing something, never being able to unsee it. I want to talk about astral <clears throat> projection so much. So, but In let fact, me read you. I need to talk to you about something about that. Anyways. Okay. Well, let me read you some of the comments on <clears throat> this person's <clears throat> story. Yes, please. So, this guy on Reddit called You Worry said... LOL, you fucked if you're not lying. (laughs) He said, there's a part of the ritual missing to banish her. Don't let her get you. Truth bomb. Um, Another one said, yo, for real, bro, please, I can't even eat without feeling her behind me. I have to eat with my back against the wall. Oh, my God. You know what? At least she's behind you and not in front of you. Fuck that. I don't know what's scarier, actually, because if she's in front of you, at least you can see where she is. Exactly. I'll yeah. tell you what. There's nothing creepier than feeling something behind you. Yeah, that's true. It that's is true. the worst. It is the worst. I have felt <clears throat> a presence behind me before. I have, too. And it is not Even cool humans, feeling. like, you can tell when someone's coming up behind you. Yeah, but when there's, like, something that you can't do anything about, it's, a like, a... No, I felt it's that It's an otherworldly thing behind Remember you. Remember where I live. Yeah. <laughs> I felt that shit. It's not but cool. But in my head, I try so hard just to like brush that feeling away. Like, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. It's fine. Like you when know? you can feel like breath yeah. and you can feel that it's a presence, but you know there's not an actual person behind you. Right. It is not a cool feeling. No. I would no. rather have it in front of me where I can see it. I don't it. know, though. The visual is fucking traumatizing to The you. visual's fucked, but at least you can see what it's doing and where it is. If it's behind you, you can't see shit. Yeah. I don't know about that's, you, but... Well, that's true. I don't have eyeballs on my back of my head. No, I do not either. This person said, keep your eyes out every night when going to sleep. Keep lights on when sleeping. She'll show up in the dark. Yeah. You did fuck up. It's a Japanese demonic ritual. There's no benefit to doing it. I'm at band practice right now. I'll write you back on here when you get rid on how to get rid of her. Shit. So then this guy said, dude, how's it going? Do you still have any experiences with the spirit or did you get rid of her completely? And then this person says, so this guy stopped responding to the messages. Oh my God. Right. And then this is one of the guys who responded earlier and he said, either try the lesser banishing ritual of the pentagram. Mm-hmm. Um, that didn't help the dude that got attacked by her and had to ask for help from a shaman or something, but it is hard to get rid of her. This can't hurt to try. 
And then this person said, won't work. I tried. You have to use Japanese magic for this. Good lord. So, so the lesser of the banishing ritual is what he's saying. So this is something that could help all of you guys if you play any of these fucking games and you, or the Ouija board and mm-hmm. you contact a demon. Mm-hmm. So this is the lesser banishing ritual, that, which the guy was talking about. Well, it's called the lesser banishing ritual of the pentagram or LBRP. Oh, right. Because it just rolls right yeah. off the LBRP. tongue. LBRP. Right. So it is a ceremonial mm-hmm. magic ritual mm-hmm. devised and used by the original order of the Golden Dawn that has become a mainstay in modern occultism. This ritual is considered by many to be basic preliminary to any other magical work. So much that it was the only ritual besides initiation rituals taught to members of the Golden Dawn before the advanced or before they advanced to the inner order. The ritual, so you basically get an altar, you get all the elements, you have a ritual dagger or a sword, Mm -hmm. um, and you use them to gesture the points of the Kabbalistic cross. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, that thing. Kabbalistic cross, and draw the pentagrams in the magic circle connecting them. But it's this whole ritual... Where you're trying to invoke the archangels. Okay. Basically. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm not an expert on any of this stuff. Mm. <laughs> but you're not? Not at all. Because I never heard of it till I like read the story. But, <laughs> so it's weird though that you're, you're invoking the archangels to come save you from these dark forces or whatever that you've conjured up. And that's, right. They're basically telling this dude, that's your only way out. Like, if you can never stop seeing that person, mm-hmm. this is your only way out. Right. I like that. I will never, ever try it. <laughs> but if I were to try one, it would probably be oh that. My God. Do you want to do the Candyman live later? Yeah. Fark yeah. I was about to be like, fuck yeah. And then I was like, let me think about it. I mean, the Candyman, I feel like, is, like, the least of all of these, like... I would do Candyman. I would do Bloody Mary. Yeah, I would do Bloody Mary. Yeah, I've done it a million times. Nothing happened, unfortunately. Except when I was a kid. I saw a woman in a walk... Not a walker. A rocking chair. I saw a woman in a walking chair. I saw a woman in a walking chair. (laughs) I did. I, I can tell you... I can see it in my brain now. Like, I fucking more than once saw this woman... It wasn't even like she was in the mirror. She was like fucking like way in the back distance. Yeah. In the distance. But I saw her through my mirror. She's in a fucking rocking chair. It was weird. But I think as a kid, I mean, I feel like I'm open to that stuff now, but I just feel like as a kid, I, I don't know if your imagination kids, helps play into kids it. Kids are not really, I, I feel like kids are more open to that because they're not conditioned yet yeah, to, they don't know what they're seeing isn't real. Well, not only that, they're not conditioned. Ghosts aren't real. This isn't real. Right. Blah, blah, blah. It's just your imagination. Da, 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 da. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like that's why spirits and this and that, you know, that's why they're drawn to children because they know that they're not going to rationalize it like an adult would. Right. So. And all I want as an adult is for you to show yourself to me. Yeah. You don't have to be scared. Just pretend I'm a child that, like, isn't going to tell my parents. You just have to <laughs> relax and be open to it. I am. And I feel like sometimes I've heard it, but, like, the what I well, saw that, and, as a child, I but, feel like I've not seen that as an adult. But hearing it, you know what I mean? Maybe all that they have energy right. to conjure. To get conjure up. Like, yeah. I feel like there's lots of blockers when you're an adult where you're like, nope, 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 that's not real. I'm not dealing with that. Yeah, and you may feel like you're open to it and that you're this oh, and you're I that. Am, but not alone. <laughs> not by myself. Well, no, but what I'm saying is, you know, you may say you're alone and you may feel like you're alone, but subconsciously, yeah. somewhere deep in there, you're not. And so you, know you might not. be putting up these walls that right. you don't realize. So, like... At home, I'm like, I'm okay. Like, it's cool. Like, if something happened in my house, I'd be fine. But, like, the stuff that was happening when I was alone and I was sleeping over yeah, there before we went to Whitville. Oh, yeah. Because I'm not used to being alone in your house. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I was a little irked, especially all the shit that was happening in Claire's room. And I was like, 
I would be scared too because I don't sleep in these rooms. But what would you do? And Claire's right? room is fucking eerie, man. And all the shit kept happening and I already couldn't sleep. Yeah. And then and that they had stuff, warned us about it. And that stuff was keeping me awake. And I was like, Ugh. what would we do though? Like, what would we do this if right nuts. now, like right in front of our table, there's a closet door? Well, there, yeah. What would we do right now if that fucking door opened? And you know, to get out of here, we have to go past, go past that, door. that door. And we saw. A fucking being or entity walking towards us. What the fuck do we do? Do we throw the whole table at him and just go for it? Like, there's no other way out of here. I would say it depends, to be honest with you. Because if it doesn't seem, like, malevolent, I would try and, like, talk to it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think about it. I mean, we it's go... It's going to be fucking terrifying and heart-stopping at first. Absolutely. If just that like, door starts opening and something Just like comes anything. Like, when we were in Withville and me and Mike saw that shadow person in that back closet where the original opening to the attic was... Right. At first, we were both like, oh, shit, did you see that? Because we were both caught off guard and it startled us. Right. But then once we realized it was there, we were like... Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Like, that's like once once we caught our breath, we were like, oh, okay, there is a shadow person there. Right. So we started trying to communicate with it. I feel like it would be the same thing. Say like, it wasn't a shadow person, though. Like, it had so physical features, attributes, and yeah. You know, I've never seen, I've seen a lot of things. I've never seen a full-bodied apparition. I've seen shadow people. I've seen shadows. I've seen things I've seen move. a full-bodied apparition once. I've seen shadow people yeah. and things like that. I've never seen... You might, though, you might have seen a full-body apparition. Oh, I have. My grandfather. My grandfather was a full-body apparition, so I'm wrong. Um, I think it depends. I think it depends. If it, it looks like George from Evil, I'd be like... Like a demon? I'd be like, oh my god, take her first! Oh, so I became the body shield. Oh, okay, cool. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like I was with the cat on the survival. fucking window. Yeah. You just fucking took off out of here, and I'm stuck in the fucking <laughs> corner. I mean, I'm saying I wouldn't want to react that way. I just feel like, oh, but we already natural. know you will. <laughs> or what if we were like recording and History we looked up and there was itself. someone like crawling on the ceiling, like all over the fucking. I'd be like, place. what is happening? If something's crawling on the ceiling, that's definitely a demon, For, or a cryptid, something. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if something came out of there and it was in this house, I'm not sure I would be scared because we have been trying... You say that now. No, and I say this only because okay. I would be startled as fuck. I'd probably yeah. scream like I a little like girl. I feel like it'd be less scary if the lights were out. I feel like with the lights on, it's more scary because you're like, I'm about to fucking see this shit. Yeah. You know? But we've been trying to communicate with something in this house Mm -hmm. for over a year now. Yeah. We've gotten disembodied voices. We've gotten stuff on the spirit box. We've gotten EVPs. I have my spirit box. We've gotten EVPs. We've had um, things communicate via light. Right. You know, with the uh, with the electricity. Oh, they love my electricity. They yeah. Don't fuck with it. Yeah. With the electronics, we've had a lot of stuff happen. So I feel like, I mean, disembodied voices alone is yeah. kind of like I've had things fuck with me alone when I was in Claire's room. Yeah. So I just kind of feel like, I just kind of feel like it would it would definitely surprise me, and it would I would be scared. Right. For sure. But once I calm down, I feel I don't feel like I would run from it. I feel like it would take me a minute, but yeah. I would actually try and communicate with it. Because I know. that's we, how it is with anything we've experienced. Like we get scared at first and then we're like, Oh my god, because like, something's we really want, happening. We be, need to Well, forever we've been trying to figure out who is in this house. Right. We would have our chance to ask. Right. We go on these investigations and we wanna know who we're talking to. We wanna know who's here. We wanna know this, we want to know that, and we've researched the yeah, shit. Those under- things don't scare me at all because it's not my house. Because it's not your house. Yeah, when we're in another house, I mean, if you want to knock the camera out of my hand, you want to tour my hair, I don't give a shit. But because it's not my yeah, house, yeah, I've seen things. I've been touched. I've been poked. I've been caressed, like on my mm, shoulder. Caressed. I've had something pull my hair. I've heard. I've gotten recordings. I've gotten everything. I just, I have not seen a. Other than my grandfather, I've not seen a full body apparition. That's a really good question. The only one I've ever seen. I hope we see one on our investigation um, in November. I know. Oh my God. 
I'm so excited. That place is 19,000 square feet. So oh I hope. And the history. The history of the rituals fucking... that go on inside. I mean, it's going to be crazy. And there's deaths in there. Yeah. There's reported deaths in there. So yeah, I read about those. I really hope. Um, I wonder if we can sneak off on our own at some point. Oh, I'm sure we can. Yeah. I'm sure we can. Especially to. You know, whatever. Oh my god, that's so, that's next month. That is next that month. That is so motherfucking fun. So, I mean, when we went to Withville, the only time I got scared... Was like, the raccoon? Yeah. <laughs> me no, too. No, seriously. No, me that's too. That's the only time that I was like... I was like, that's a fuck, fucking fuck, monster. Fuck, fuck. And in Withville, I was touched. Yeah. I was fucking touched. Yeah, but you you will feel that fear if it's a bad energy. But you know what? Not. No, it I wasn't. did get scared when we were in the dirt basement, and oh, I yeah. felt like something was choking me from the yeah, inside, and I couldn't leave. breathe. But when I listened back to my EVPs, uh-huh. like to my to my recordings, I got an EVP while that was happening, uh-huh. and it wasn't a scary thing. It was her trying to get me out of there. Oh right, right. She said "man" or something. Mm-hmm. It was and the man. Came up behind my ass and was like, booga, booga, booga. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. I think and it, I ran. I think it was the female entity that was down there yeah. trying to get me out of there. Yeah. That was crazy. But I felt like I was being choked to death and I couldn't breathe. Yeah. The basement was nuts. But yeah. other than that, the raccoon, I was like, there's a fucking monster behind that That curtain. scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I literally, like, like when we, <laughs> and it sounded like it was clawing at the walls. Yeah. I was like, ah, what is happening? <laughs> and then we got Mike and Steve was like, and even oh, even Mike and Steve were like, uh, guys, Mike kept backing up, and then Steve's like, I'm gonna fucking do it, and Steve's walking towards the curtains, and I'm like, oh, my God. I thought it was just like a room that they. Well, no, but when the, like the but when the like the bottom of the curtains kept like butting out, I was like, why is it only the bottom of the curtains? And then they. There's a fucking raccoon it's a door. In the trash. It was behind a... a glass door. That was so good. That was weird. Oh, no, we'll have more investigations to tell you about soon, which is so. Sorry, exciting. we went off on a tangent, but it was amazing. We did. Happy Halloween, and we'll see you for more Halloween shit soon. Catch you next time. Love you. Treated fucking Halloween.